Good day to you, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into football, I cannot sit here talking about African players and pretend that I'm not aware of what that moron sitting in the Oval Office said about Africa. All the players featured on this podcast are from Africa, and they are lightening up TV sets all over Europe with their skills. Billions of people all over the world have nothing but respect and admiration for these young men who proudly represent their respective African countries. Millions of young American kids will give their blood and sweat to play in the Premier League where these young Africans play. Well, this podcast is not supposed to contain any expletives and I intend to stick to the promise I gave to Apu. However, we live in an era where reason and common sense have taken a long vacation and we have an American president who is allergic to logical reasoning and avoids it at all costs. So Apple should look the other way if the odd expletive slips out of my mouth during this podcast. Um, guys, I had to get that out. We'll get back to football. We'll get back to talking about football right away. We're back after taking a break last week. A number of the European leagues where most African players are applying their trade are still on break and the English Premier League action was temporarily on hold last week for the FA Cup. The English Premier League is back and the Bundesliga players are back in action. The Belgian boys resume this week. Most of your favorite Premier League African internationals rested last week during FA Cup action are back on duty. Let's have a look. Let's have a look at the highlights. Mali international Bakuri Saku finds the net for Crystal Palace and wins Man of the Match. The Egyptian goal machine Mohamed Salah and Senegal international Sadio Mane team up to stop Manchester City's unbeaten run. Ghana international Jordan Ayew scores for struggling Swansea and wins man of the match. Nigerian-British teenager Aramide Ote scores for championship side Queen's Park Rangers. What happened when Nigeria internationals Ndidi and Moses clashed on the pitch? Anthony Uja gets playtime on his return to Mains 05. Now the main news. Crystal Palace midfielder and Mali international Bakri Sako scored the only goal that separated his team and Burnley in an exciting match played on Saturday. Before scoring the goal, Bakri Sako made a penalty appeal after a tackle from James Tarkovsky. But the referee ruled that play should continue. Replays showed that Tarkovsky won the ball just, but there was a moment of doubt for the Burnley defender before the referee decided it was a fair challenge and with player. Burnley threatened Sarko's team, but the threat was taken care of, and Palace hit Burnley on the break as Christian Benteke picks up Bakari Sarko on the left. The Malian international 
cuts inside and gets a shot away, which goes straight through Nick Pope, well, possibly via a deflection. Apart from the deciding goal that he scored, the Mal International was undoubtedly the boogeyman in the Burnley half of the pitch, teaming up with Ivory Coast International, Wilfred Zaha, and Belgian Christian Benteke, whom we all know was born in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh, just reminding you guys. The Crystal Palace trio should have pumped at least five goals into the Burnley net, but hey, we all know how football goes sometimes. Sako won the man uh, Sako won the BBC Man of the Match award for his efforts and of course uh, Crystal Palace won by one goal. The name of Ghana International Jordan Ayu should be banished forever in the hearts of Swansea fans, at least for his single-handed ambition to save his team from being relegated at the end of the season. He opened scoring in the one-all draw his team played when they met Newcastle on Saturday. His uh, Ghana compatriot Christian Atsu was also on duty for Newcastle. I used header from the center of the box in the 60th minute opened scoring in the match. The goal came barely a minute after a failed attempt to find the back of the net with a similar effort. Swansea would have finished the match with all the three points available, but for a temporary lapse of concentration on the part of the defenders, which made them concede the equalizer. Before I use goal, Swansea penalty appeal was dismissed when former Senegal international Mohamed Diame appeared to have handled the ball in the box. When Moses Chelsea met Indidi's Leicester City, both Super Eagles players demonstrated why they deserve their places in both the national team and their respective club sides. Leicester City should have gone ahead in the 12th minute when Wilfred Indidi's header from the center of the box was acrobatically pushed away by the Chelsea goalkeeper. He was assisted by none other than Algeria international Riyad Mahrez. Indidi marshalled the midfield at Stamford Bridge like he owned the freehold title to the place making the necessary tackles and spraying accurate passes. Victor Moses was on duty for Chelsea throughout the 19-minute duration of the match as well, and his presence on the pitch didn't go unnoticed by the Leicester City defence. Unfortunately though, his efforts were not rewarded with a goal for Chelsea. When Leicester City's Ben Chilwell clipped Victor Moses and brought down the Nigerian. It was Chilwell's second yellow card of the match, so he got the matching orders to reduce Leicester City's score to nine outfield players. Nigerian international Kelechi Ihenacho and Algeria international Islam Slimani were both unused subs throughout the match. Talking of cards, matters got worse for Sunderland when their midfielder, Gabon international Ibrahim Ndong, was shown a straight red card for a tackle that appeared to catch Cardiff City holding high on his, on his shin. They were trailing by a lone goal before the red card, but conceded 
three more after losing to Cardiff City by four goals and they lost to Cardiff City by four goals to none. Nigerian British teenager Aramide Ote scored his first senior goal to help Queen's Park Rangers overcome Burton for the first time by three goals to one. Ote in his first start for QPR latched onto Daniel Forlong's knockdown to put them ahead. 19-year-old Aramide was born in London to Nigerian parents and that makes him eligible to play for the Super Eagles even though his nationality is British. He hasn't had any international action at any level in the past. But hey, we can bend our rules here at African Internationals and feature him on the occasion of his first senior team goal, even though he hasn't, to the best of our knowledge, had any international assignment in the past. Super Eagles player Anthony Uja has returned to his former club, Mains 05 from Chinese outfit, Liaoning FC. He came in as a substitute in the 81st minute of the match against Hanover 96. However, his side lost 3-2 to Hanover 96. Super Eagles teammate Leon Balogun was an unused sub throughout the match. Who knew that what it would take to beat the seemingly unbeatable Manchester City is a combination of three attackers that would include two African internationals. Apart from the two separate goals that Senegal's Sadio Mane and Egypt's Mohamed Salah scored, it was the attack machine made up of Saleh, Mane and Brazil's Roberto Firmino that pierced Manchester City's cloak of invincibility. Sadio Mane, who had just struck the post a few minutes earlier, took advantage of poor defending by John Stones, John Stones to strike a stunning finish high past Ederson. He was assisted by Roberto Firmino. Mohamed Salah fired a powerful shot from outside the box to score Liverpool's fourth goal of the match, punishing the Manchester City goalkeeper for a poor clearance. After Salah's goal, Man City was trailing Liverpool by four goals to one. Manchester City players were able to reduce this deficit by two more goals and the match ended 4-3, advantage Liverpool. Both Mane and Salah were substituted before the end of the match. Lana came in for Salah in the 88th minute while Clavan replaced Mane four minutes past regulation time. In case you didn't hear the first time, I will say it again. Who knew that what it will take to beat the seemingly unbeatable Manchester City is a combination of three attackers that would include two African internationals. On that interesting note, ladies and gentlemen, I have come to the end of this week's edition of African Internationals. Please join us next week for another interesting edition. It's your boy Kunde signing off, saying goodbye, see you next week, and God bless.